Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, your premier podcast when it comes to science fiction and science fiction-adjacent movies, television shows, visual entertainment media, and terrible movies. My name is Chris. <laughs> and my name is Anthony. What up, bro? Hey. I, I, I was actually about to uh, compliment you on how well that intro went swift yeah. and to the point, and then you said, what up, bro? Yeah, well, it's, it's all in the theme of today's film, so... Are what we about your, to make fun of Marlon Wayland's for the next hour? Uh, how much time you got? I got about the next hour. Good. <laughs> how was your weekend, bro? Oh, the weekend was good. I uh, I went to Dallas, four and a half oh, yeah. hour trip on Friday, four and a half hours back on Saturday. I went to a concert, so uh, my legs are sore just from mm. like being in a concert and the crowd and all that, but also surround that with eight to 10 hours of driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my legs are sore because I was leg pressing four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds isn't that impressive. Twelve times. That's four different sets. That's yeah. also the wrong number of sets. Why is it the wrong number of sets? Tell me, tell I me, don't... workout expert. Tell me, tell me, master of the workout, Anthony. Yeah. How how four sets is the wrong amount of? I like sets. how like you've been talking <laughs> mad trash about how I I quote unquote don't go to the gym. I didn't say that you don't go to the gym. And that I don't work out. No, I've I, seen you I on the Discord say, talking about how I'm that. not ready for your workout. I've seen you on when? the Discord talking about that. I, I need will, some screenshots. I'll send you receipts <laughs> shortly. I, I mean, maybe I've said maybe that you're not getting these gains, but that's not you saying said, that you and don't you, work out. You did out. say that. You did say that as well. Yeah. I'm, you know, well, I'm looking it up, man. Four sets is the sets that my professional trainer oh, as doing, has given me. <laughs> Let's see. Let's that my that my brother in law who who managed and ran a gym for over fifteen years. No, that's fine. That's and fine. That's it, just it, not that's <laughs> not the regimen I'm on. So, <laughs> no, all jokes aside, man, um, you can cut this part out if you want. But do you go to do you go through Coleman? No, I don't go through mm. Coleman. I uh, I go through Abilene. To Abilene. Oh, okay. I go straight to Abilene and then turn right and keep yeah. going. Yeah, it's uh, it's an extra ten minutes. Yeah, it's. I don't. I like going through Abilene because I can stop there. Like we stopped there on the way back. I like that I, I hit I twenty faster. Like I, I don't like the one way one uh, mm-hmm. one lane each way. You just get stuck behind somebody. Mm-hmm. Like the you. worst part of my weekend actually was driving, as as it usually is. <laughs> I was. I just hit the interstate, and there was uh, it's two lanes. In the right lane, there was an oversized load of some giant machinery that I couldn't even begin to describe to you. And in the left lane was another oversized load that was Mm. passing the first oversized load and taking forever to do it. They did pass them, but they kept... They kept passing stuff, and so they would get over. They would cut people off to get into the left-hand lane because they were in a hurry. Drive sixty-five instead of sixty, slowly pass these people, and then move yeah. over. So it was just a really weird. Like we'd get up to the speed limit or a little over, and then we'd drop back down twenty miles because they were just they were very aggressive uh, in changing lanes. I see. Uh, it was a bit frustrating because then people were coming up from our left trying to mm-hmm. cut us off because they're like, what is happening? I'm like, well, this is happening. Like, feel free to get in front of that <laughs> giant truck. But you won't, like, I know that you're rolling cold, but you're not that big. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I-20 is, um, it's a disaster. I don't, it, so, so he, my, my, my problem is, is that 
and this has been scientifically proven, the the way to avoid traffic is to just go as fast as you can. That's what people don't understand, that zipper merging is the best way to do it. No, zipper when, merging, but no one knows how to zipper. They well, just don't. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, I, I fully maintain that, like, that's the issue, is that people are like, oh, there's a car in front of me. I'm just going to, I'll slow down. No, don't slow down. Speed up and pass them. Because when you slow down, the person behind you has to slow down. And the person behind them has to slow down. The it, person behind them has to slow down. And then me, me, yeah. me in Cisco, me. Texas, is slowing down because some moron is yeah. slowing down in Weatherford. And it just yeah. drives me up the wall. Yeah. So. It's well, it's also, you say that, but then there's somebody going 90, weaving back and forth between the lanes because the people in the left lane going 80, 85, and the people in the right lane going 70, 75 are both too slow, and but they're cutting people off to do it. Yeah. And they're, yeah, they're, and then they're suddenly cutting over two or three lanes to get to an exit. I don't know. Yeah. No, just don't I'm slow a, down. Just go, big just, just go faster. Just go faster. Just run into them because it's their fault. <laughs> do you understand how big my car is? And how big the average vehicle is in Texas. You can pit maneuver them. You think I could pit maneuver a car whose tires are taller yeah. than me? Yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. If you but pop then I wouldn't like, make my concert, you, man. If you pop them like right on that center of gravity on that wheel. Maybe. Then I wouldn't make, I wouldn't get to my concert on time. Just, just right past them. What are the, the cops aren't going to do anything. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I think this is off I the rails. A, you think I have you, a I problem think we're solver. imagining the same scenario here. Uh, no, 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 I get it. I, no, no, no. I'm in the same boat with you. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I go down I-20, I don't know what's, what it is about Weatherford, but every idiot in the state of Texas decides they're going to get there I can, as soon as I do. I can tell you exactly what it is about Weatherford. It sucks. Uh, Weatherford sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, been, it's been a minute, Chris. We haven't alienated groups of people any demographics recently and i i'm just putting weatherford on the tape good okay good <laughs> good this is how i feel about weatherford absolutely terrible place um this people, is i'm, the I'm sure the people i'm sure the people there are great let it's me, everyone you know else what? that drives through it is the problem let me <laughs> let me uh i'm actually gonna look i'm gonna look at the uh the podcast stats christopher <laughs> i'm gonna zoom in there's on weatherford there's nothing to lose there <laughs> Oh, no, I take that back. I may have stopped and listened to an episode oh, once when nope. I was at a... There are zero little dots in Weatherford, so... Maybe this will we'll, get us some. Maybe this will get us some. <laughs> Just trash-talking it. But uh, speaking of trash talk, we're here to watch a movie. Well, we're here, well, here to talk here about, to talk a, movie about a movie that we movie watched, we already, hopefully. God, hopefully yeah. already watched it. Jeez. <laughs> what did we watch, Anthony? <laughs> we you... watched the 2000 American fantasy adventure film Dungeons and Dragons. All right. Well, uh, that was the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's not good. Thanks for listening. So you okay? <laughs> let's let's at least get some facts. Let's go through some facts. Let me get you a blurb. This is no game. That's a tagline. <laughs> because I think there's a lot to talk about here. I think there's a lot to talk about. Uh, but let's let's get a blurb out of the way. Uh, Profian, a tyrant, attempts to overthrow a peaceful kingdom ruled by a tough empress. Is he a tyrant if he doesn't have power yet? He is tyrannical, maybe, uh, but I don't I mean, think he's he, a tyrant. He's like the leader of the Mages Guild or whatever. Well, he's influential, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, on IMDb, this thing is sitting at 3.6 out of 10 stars with 34,000 ratings. It's got a median score of 4. This is very this this distribution chart is very close to being the Atari ET. Very close. <laughs> Just needs a few more 10s. 
It's a little, little pregnant. There. Yeah, mm. a little pregnant E.T. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it is sitting at 10% rotten with a 20% audience score. It's too high. The critics' consensus. Critics say this movie has a cheap look and is badly directed. Despite the presence of talented actors, the performances are really bad, and additionally, some people are offended at Marlon Wayne's character, calling it a racist throwback to black stereotypes. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, Metacritic, 14 Metascore, 4.8 user score, which is actually way higher than I anticipated. Very good. Uh, and then lastly, Letterbox. this thing is sitting at 1.5 out of 5 stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris, this was your idea. Slash my, I think this just came about organically, honestly. But you've already kind of tipped your hat. You've tipped your hat. You called it a bad movie. So I'm going to take the floor. I'm going to give my thoughts and opinions, and then you can come back and pile on. How does that sound? It sounds good to me. I think that the 3.6 on IMDb is too low. This movie is a solid four and a half, five. This came out in the year 2000, a year before, right? A year before Fellowship of the Ring. It's trying to be, what would you, would you call this high fantasy? Just action adventure fantasy? I don't know what it's trying to do. It's got Jeremy Irons in it, hamming it up as the lead villain. It's got Blue Lips guy, Bruce Payne, playing a, playing a guy named Damador, who apparently is the only character to return for the sequels. Uh, there's like a, a cameo or one scene appearance by Tom Baker, which was really good. Uh, we've mentioned Marlon Wayans and the uh, the supporting role of snails. So we, like I'm trying to say is that we have a decent cast here. I don't know like the, our lead, Justin Whalen, who plays Ridley Freeborn. I don't know anything else he's done offhand. I'm glancing through his list and it's a bunch of... Yeah, not much. He hasn't done anything since 2009. He only has 32 credits. Some would say that this... Oh, he played Jimmy Olsen in Lois and Clark, uh, The New Adventures of Superman from 1994 97. Okay, so that's probably his what he's most known, most well-known for. Child's Play 3, and of course D&D, and then, yeah, that's it. Luckily, this movie killed his career. You think this movie... I mean, he went on for another nine no. years, man. L- luckily, it luckily. killed his career. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I think it has a great as it's a great idea. It's weird to me that a Dungeons and Dragons movie didn't get made before the year 2000. It feels like the 80s were the best time to try to make a film based on some of the the D&D properties. If you read about the production of this film, which I have because I I, I was just astounded as I was watching it. Uh, they had all sorts of trouble. Like the guy who directed it, it was his, it's like his only or first time directing. He was meant to just be a producer, but then there was budget issues and he had to take over as a director, which he's actually, he's blamed his, he's blamed funding. He's blamed studio interference. And he blamed his own inabilities as a director on why the film isn't good, which is the first time I've ever heard of somebody going, well, yeah, I'm not a very good director. So that's, <laughs> that's why it's not very good. And it's his first movie credit out of three that he has. So I I guess what I'm trying to say is that this movie made me feel a lot of things. It's not good, but I think it might be worth watching. There's so many wrong things with it, the things that are wrong with it, that I I don't even know where to start. Uh, It's not related to D&D almost at all. I think it's just a generic fantasy film that has dragons, and he uses the word dungeon once, and so they put the names Dungeons and Dragons on it. The characters are like the supporting cast is worthless. 
they add almost nothing to it. Like there's an elf ranger and a dwarf fighter. And then even even Marlon Wayne's character, I, I'm not going to get into whether or not he's a black stereotype or not. He's there for cheap laughs. And then you have the main character, Jimmy Olsen, who it can do no wrong and he's super special. And I, I don't know, like it's just a weird story to, for them to throw into D&D, a property that is about groups of people coming together and going on adventures, very much a fellowship type situ- situation. So it's weird for them to just like focus on a main character the entire time. I thought that the villains were fantastic. Like every villain, like whether it's Jeremy Irons, Irons and Bruce Payne, or even like the head of the uh, the Thieves Guild in that one city they went to, excellent. And then our good guys are just kind of bland and blah and whatever. But the the visual effects budget looks great. The costuming looks good. The effects are good. Uh, the props look great. I, I don't know. I don't know what to feel about this movie. I said it was a four and a half, five, which is right up there with the Mythica movies, which we're going to compare it to here briefly. I think overall, while it's, I think it's just, it's just interesting. The movie is interesting. You probably shouldn't watch it, but it's interesting. All right. I think it's been a long time since I've felt this meh about a film. Like I have no strong feelings of hatred and I'm not going to really defend it about, against anything you're about to say. Well, first of all, how dare you? What did I do? How dare you compare this to Mythica? How how can you live with yourself? Easily. They're direct-to-DVD fantasy films. Well, first of all, all jokes aside, you're wrong. Okay. 3.6 is far too high. This movie's like yeah. a two and a half on a good day. Like, it, it, like, I saw this movie when it came out in theaters. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing great about it. Uh, you, you nailed it pretty much on the head, which was going to be my, my main talking point. Is this isn't a Dungeons and Dragons movie? No, there's nothing about it that's Dungeons and Dragons. Like even like if you just look at the story in itself, or, or the or the the built world where you have mages and you have commoners, right? Well, yeah. in the Dungeons and Dragons universe, wizards are people who go to school and learn to become magic users. I don't know what a mage is because they're not in the book. Right. Right. So the, the, that's what they did is they, they took a generic fantasy story. This is like this is like the sequel to Willow that we never got. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so they just yeah. like, oh, so here's a hero. They've got a quirky side character and they're going to go on an adventure um, and there's going to be a girl and she's going to stand around and look at him a lot. That's what she's going to do. Great. Yeah. Now, I've got a lot of problems with Marlon Wayans character. I think he's the worst part of the movie, like his screeching throughout the entire film I, I had actually forgotten about it until we started watching it there's a lot of screeching i made the wife watch it oh good her here are her notes hey that's the girl from hocus pocus mm-hmm. that's her note that's her one note i yeah you watched it with her i actually i watched it with our mutual friend josh and he left before the movie <laughs> was over <laughs> smart man yeah um no i uh no you're right jeremy irons is just going for it i don't know like Maybe he's in a different movie, right? Because th- so this yeah. movie came out in two thousand. So Die Hard with a Vengeance came out in nineteen ninety five, and I guess he just challenged his inner Simon and was like, you know what? Sure. I I don't think I did a good enough job with um Hans's brother. So what I'm going to do? I'm just going to dial it up to twelve uh, and just see how hard I can go. Justin Whalen uh, and his cheekbones, um, just 
I don't know what's going on. Like, why don't they use their sword for like the first five, like 15, 20 minutes of the movie? They get into fights and they use props instead of their actual weapons. Maybe that's because this movie's supposed to be PG 13. But if it's like, but why are there dragons bleeding blood? You know, what, they're setting dudes mm. on fire. There's torture. Marlon Wayne gets stabbed <laughs> and his body is, his corpse is then, you know, tossed off a, a battlement, right? Yeah. But we can't use our, you can't use your swords, you know, like, is he, you know, Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles cartoon? We can't use our weapons? I don't understand. It did, the movie did have a lot of foreign investments. Maybe they were trying to, I don't know, maybe there were certain rules they were playing with when it came to the violence. Sure. Uh, yeah. Lee Ehrenberg plays the most racist depiction of a dwarf i've ever seen on film I'm, I'm still offended to this day is it the worst depiction of a dwarf you've ever seen or the second worst that's the worst it's the worst really it beat out yeah. artemis fowl oh by far oh wow Kristen wilson i don't know anything about her she plays the elf except that the photo that is on her imdb is from this movie i feel like oh. they should change that um <laughs> she, she's been she was in walking tall she should definitely change it she should uh maybe help her career out got it yeah well i mean she hasn't acted since 2011 so oh there you go yeah fair enough uh like when you said tom baker i didn't know who that was until you were talking i guess he was a in doctor who that's cool yeah 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 courtney solomon the director eh. uh bruce payne been in some stuff yeah which is that's, that's uh mr blue lips yeah 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 my wife said he looks <laughs> I don't. You haven't watched a whole lot of Friends, right? I've watched a lot of Friends. Yeah. Okay, so you know the 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 commercial where Joey does in Japan for the lip balm. Mm, doesn't sound familiar. I'm sorry. Oh, you should in your own time, listeners of the show, Google that. But yeah, he does like a blue lip balm thing. It's not important really for the story. Okay. No, it just the biggest issue with this movie is just that it's not good. Which I like. I get the concept, right? Like, I, like it makes yeah. sense. The late 90s, early 2000s is that weird period in movies where CGI was becoming far more popular than it probably should have been. Oh, yeah. And so in this, the CGI in this is bad. Like, B-A-Y-D, bad. Is it? Yeah. I don't, (laughs) it definitely doesn't hold up. It it definitely has not aged well, but I'm trying to, to think about seeing this movie. In the context of the year 2000, 2000 when I went to the $1.50 cinema and paid 50 cents because mm-hmm. I went on a Tuesday to watch this movie, like I, in the theater, you know, 15 yeah. year old me was like, this is, this is it. This is the CGI we want. Like rain of fire had better CGI. <laughs> no, I don't know if it did. I think it just, it had some tricks, but it, it, it hit it better. I will say that they did use CGI in this film when they should have used practical effects or not not effects but maybe like like miniatures like they have these swooping shots of the castles and whatnot and it's just cgi instead of building something i agree in that their use of the cgi like their cgi budget was way too high they could have put some of that towards some practical effects or uh, practical sets but on the other hand like i i didn't hate the way the dragons looked i thought they looked fine here's how they fix that yeah one dragon just one there's no dragon at the beginning or at least they don't show it on camera. Mm. Um, they don't have all these dragons. Like, uh, I've got a real problem with the Empress's plan here. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. And I just don't understand how totalitarian monarchies work. Yeah. But when you're the Empress. Yeah, right? I didn't understand how they were able to. Like, yeah. Like, I get, like, there's there's always been, like, even in some monarchies of the past, the Roman Empire is one of them. Um, you know, there was a check and balance, but 
but I feel like a girl that can control golden dragons. The minute they were like, hey, give us your rod that controls dragons. She should have been like, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, that's fine. I'll do it on a Friday. And then on Wednesday, she just burns the tower down. <laughs> right. Or sure. she like surprises these dudes when they're walking out, like going to the park or something. And all this boom, all these mages are now dead because they got eight by dragons or something. I don't know. It's a big, it's a big issue for me. Like, I don't understand her plan. You know, I know she's trying to be just, but when it's obvious and clear that this dude is trying to usurp your power and you just kind of let him do it. Yeah. Like there's no, there's well, no dialogue about it. They have like a, they have a shouting match and then that's it. And then she leaves. Where's yeah, the, like, how did, like, I guess if they wanted to take it from her, why didn't they just take it? Like, I guess yeah, she controls she, golden dragons, but where are they? They're not like in the room. So yeah, she, she's standing there by herself. Like there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm, well, I'm not going to give it to you, so I'm going to leave. No, you're not. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's my all, rod now. <laughs> the premise, the story is weak. It is very weak. I disagree about the CGI being bad. I, and I didn't watch it in the year 2000. I watched it yesterday. Sure. And maybe it's just because I've seen a ton of movies for the podcast with bad CGI that I'm that it's whatever. Uh, maybe for the budget they had, it, sh- it should have been better. I'm looking through a list of movies that came out in the year 2000. The first one on here that I can... Th- Phantom Menace, 1999. <laughs> yeah, that also has bad CGI, doesn't it? Or it doesn't hold uh, up today anyways. How dare you? Yeah, easily. Allow me to repeat myself. <laughs> oh, I dare. Uh, the Phantom Menace has bad CGI. I mean, watching non-uprezzed ver- uh copies of uh episode two was attack of the clones the clones look like cartoons they look horrendous oh yeah yeah it's not good it does not age well go to image 162 of 185 on imdb i'm guessing yes let me click on photos 160 something 162 and show the and show the listeners or the viewers if they're watching this on youtube 162 so i'm guessing page four yep i'm on page four oh God, gosh darn it. <laughs> let me, uh, no, let me show just, it. I'm showing it. I'm showing it's it. It's like, I get it, right? Like, yeah, I guess we, they're, but this is an action shot, like uh, to give it a little bit of grace. That's why it's, there's blur and whatnot. Yeah. But no, you're right. I mean, like, it's just like, I guess I, like, I understand that you work with the tools that you have. Right. And I, I, I'm not disagreeing that this, I guess what I'm trying to say is, should they have used less CGI? 100%. Should the CGI been a bit better? Probably, yes. But that's not this film's biggest flaw. If it was the only thing wrong with the movie, neither of us would care. Oh, sure. Right? Like, yeah. I feel like we're, I feel like harping on something that they did their best at. Well, I, when there's lots of things that they did not do their best at. I guess my, I guess my point is that if you know it's not going to be good, yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Or do something else. Right. Like, I, I don't like Gary Gygax could not have been in the producer's room and been like, guys, I don't like, yes, this is great. Send it. No. Like, I don't think he was in charge of anything, but yeah. I mean, he's listed on the, he's listed on IMDb as an executive producer. Is he sure, not? Sure. But like, how many other executive, like, how much money is he putting in? Like, I, an executive producer is only, it's as, his, it's, it's his intellectual property. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was even, I don't, I don't, is it though? Like it, I, I don't know how that works. legally speaking, That's like fair. is he the owner or is That's TSR fair. or wizards the owner? Like it's this whole weird thing. That's fair. Yeah. A lot of hands in that pot. It's all I'm, 
I just again, like I think my like I said, my issue is the big problem is the like the ending sequence, like the last thirty minutes of this movie is an absolute disaster. The beginning is not awful. Okay, like like the um, the sequence when they're trying to create a rod that that can control red dragons, like that's like that's ripped straight out of a Dungeons and Dragons story. You know what I mean? Like sure, there's yeah. a, a guy, he's wearing red and black, so he's evil. You can automatically tell, and he's his henchmen have all these black robes and they've got all these spikes on their shoulders or whatever. And so if you were playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons or watching people play it, you could be like, that's a bad guy, right? Sure. Yeah. And he's, and he's trying to control red dragons, you know, that makes total sense. Like, of course you, of course it's what he's trying to do. Of course. And then, and then you, the next time you see him, he's speaking before a a council of mages, which there's like a hundred of them. Yeah. Okay. It's not so much a council now. It's a Senate. Yeah. And so like, he's like, oh, so now he's changed into white and gold. So, oh, he's duplicitous. Great. Yeah. He's the big bad evil guy. I've automatically spotted him with my science fiction movie watching. Oh, it's just movie. He's a black hat. For sure. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And so you're, you're like, cool. And these these guys are sneaking into the school because they're trying to make some money. Thieves. That's what they do. That's what thieves do. That's yeah. what they do, right? And and it starts off well. I will give it that. If you remove Marlon Wayans' character from this movie, I think it's I think it's a five. Like, and then it just starts falling off the wagon or you know going off the rails, whatever metaphor you want to use for how it just stops being good. Well, I and mean, it stops. It, it stops making. Like the world building is not Dungeons and Dragons, but the world building falls apart when they go to the next city over and the next city over, the commoners aren't oppressed. It's only that one city in which the mages are in control. <laughs> like they, they leave and I'm like, why couldn't they have just left this whole time? The movie is interesting. I think the movie is interesting because of its failures. It's like an interesting case study to how not to make a movie, but it released in theaters. It had a big budget. It has Big names behind it. I think you, you mentioned Jeremy Irons. You mentioned um, Die Hard. I think one of the producers of Die Hard ended up producing this film as well. So there might be a connection there. Oh, so it, he's uh, to blame. Yeah, probably. Watching this film just for Jeremy Irons's performance might be worth doing. Like he's he's such a good villain. He's just a really really good villain. He's over the top. I mean, it's he's like the fantasy version of a Bond villain. Like he's just monologuing way too much. He betrays his chief henchman right away at first opportunity. Like yeah. when when he healed Damador at the end or took the creature out of him, I was like, I was that was out of character for him. Should have just killed him. Like it would have been perfect. Damador says to the heroes when they're like, "Oh, you said you would let us go if blah blah blah," and he goes, "I lied." Then no, he immediately no, no, goes no, no, to no, his no. boss. No, he doesn't do that. He goes, "I lied." I said he said it. I, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes to his boss and his boss, it was, per- it would have been perfect for his boss, Jeremy Irons to immediately say the same thing back to him. It would have been a, some poetic justice. Like I said, I have yeah. no argument against anything you're saying. Where is the map? <gasps> like, what is he doing? <laughs> he's straining a lot because what a choice, man. Well, what the blue, no, cause he, he's cause wearing he's blue like that, lipstick. He's Why? like that before he gets the weird, tentacles in his head why does he have blue lipstick i don't know man it's a choice by who by him it's i a guess choice. i don't know I, uh, by like him. he's just sitting in makeup chair and he's like um hey what's that and they're like oh oh this is uh this is lipstick because we're 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 uh, on this uh we're also doing blah 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 next door 
Put put some of that on me real quick. I'm gonna puck and roam up. Mm. <laughs> what? Like I don't understand the plan there. Like I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it was it was it like it was a it was a it was a quote unquote fun trip down memory lane. But like I said, it, it just in in lies sure. the problem is the fact that the the story completely falls apart within the first like 20 minutes. It just none of it makes any sense. Yeah. I've been crapping on Marlon Wayans a lot, and I think deservedly so. This is a terrible role for him. What's as funny is we were on our walk yesterday morning, and I was telling Elizabeth, I was like, yeah, we're going to watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie. It's got a Wayans brother in it. She's like, oh, I love white chicks. And I was like, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> like you just don't. Like, you know, scary movie is scary movie. Yeah. Like, that's like scary movie is a fun movie. It's obnoxious, and it's silly, and it's gross and degrading. But I don't want to strangle him when he's when he's on screen. So I'm talking about going to the gym earlier. Uh, every once in a while, the show Blackish will come on. Yeah, like on the TV. Like on the TV at the gym. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, it usually happens like right towards the end of my workout when I'm doing my 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 treadmill cardio thing. And uh, I, I don't I don't hear anything that goes on because it's one it's way too loud. Like in a and two, I don't like you can download an app and you can listen to the show while it's in your earbuds. I don't Whatever. know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not important. But I was thinking because like they have like uh, I don't know if you know anything about the show Blackish. No, not but, really. But the general concept I've gotten from it is that Anthony Anderson, underrated actor Anthony Anderson, works at a, a marketing firm okay. where he does commercials and there's he works with two white gentlemen and they're ridiculous caricatures of white men, right? And I was thinking about like, man, like it doesn't bother me because I, I understand it's a show, right? But like the people that get mad, they're like, man, why do they have to show white people like such idiots? And then Marlon Wayans is in this movie and it's just like, yeah, I'll never know what it's like to be someone. I'll, I'll never know what it's like to be that. But just to see, you know, you're, you're someone, you know, very close to yourself represented on screen. I bet it boils a lot of people's blood. While I was watching the movie, maybe 15-year-old me didn't realize back then that it was it could be a quote-unquote offensive stereotype, right? Yeah. I'm not smart enough to know whether or not that was the intention or, or you know, whatever. Sure. But, like, I, I get the, the minstrel trope, you know? Like, it makes yeah. sense. I think Marlon's uh, performance is just like Jeremy Irons, in which the director isn't a good enough director to know what he wants out of the character. so that And he just says, over the top, like they're just both very over the top hamming it up. And when Jeremy Irons does it, he's megal he's a well he's a like crazy arch. crazy, right? And then yeah. when Marlon does it, he's just squealing and over the top and Yeah. I would, you know, never attribute to malice what you can attribute to to stupidity, or in this case just lack of experience, I guess but, would be my I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, eh, yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't think it's intentional. I just don't understand like the character. Right, like, like I understand that they're thieves, yeah. But why is he stealing like a stuffed black cat? Because he's an idiot. He's the comic relief man. Why? Why does he steal boots and then wear them on his head? But not like, not like the boot on his head, but like the strap that ties them together. He's wearing it like a weird dude. I don't know cocker spaniel. Why couldn't he have been a badass? I mean, he he kind of came through at the end. Right no, 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 he no, got murdered, no. But yeah, like, I know what why, you mean. Why couldn't he have been this? Like, it's obvious that. I don't even know this character's name. It's not important. It's obvious that cheekbones is the brains, right? right. He, 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 he's, he's deft. He's dexterous. He's quick. Justin's character, Justin Wyland's character. Yeah. 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 But like, why couldn't, 
Marlon Wayans be like this badass warrior? Like, why couldn't he go toe to toe with Damador? Like, and how, like, he can still be the comic, he can still be the comic, he can still be the comic relief and be a capable fighter. Absolutely. Instead of just getting caught in a weird kinetic sand trap and then walking around covered in mud and then pulling out that stupid little knife at the end. And he's like, you can't be serious. And it's like, oh, you're right. I've never been more serious. As soon as they make like, them thieves, oh, he has to be a thief, and we can't have him be as good as the main character. It's, the, it's, yeah, no. There's, but you can, there's, there's anything all you sorts do, of anything you do to Snails' character, you end up rewriting a good bit of the film, and I rightfully so. Not necessarily. You can be like, not every thief, not every rogue, not every brigand uh-huh. is a thin cut purse. Sure, you know, sneak no, thief. It's just you, as soon as you give him other abilities then you have to go well what would he actually competency do? yeah that's <laughs> that's right. not an ability <laughs> no you just said about making him not a thief no you, no 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 no. those no, are he, your he can be a thief he can be right, right, right. part not a, he can be part of the thieves guild right, but maybe right. instead of maybe instead of being skilled with stealing things he's skilled with fighting guards when they get caught that's all sure, i'm saying like he's the muscle or something yeah right but then yeah okay okay that's all to change the character is basically to add a whole other character to this. Like to, Cause snails does nothing. He is just comic relief until his dying breath. And then he's motivation for a sequel that doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> it's, it, it is what it is. There's no point in like, there's nothing we can do about it. It's been 23 no, years. Sure. I mentioned mythica earlier and you know, this month we are going to be reviewing uh, the sequels, the direct to DVD or direct to TV uh, sequels to this Dungeons and Dragons film. And so we're, I, I feel like we're going to be bringing up Mythica a lot. I also feel like a lot of people might be tuning in because we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons. And that hits obviously a much wider audience than a lot of our other uh, movie reviews do. So I wanted to, I want to put you on the spot, Chris. Mm-hmm. Give me your 30 second elevator pitch style explanation of what Mythica is, why you would recommend it. Go. So Mythica is a story about overcoming that which is built into you. You you are who you are, but Mythica is about finding like-minded people and overcoming that which, you know, is uh, unovercomable, if that makes any sense. And then finding yourself uh, and then um, meeting up with Hodor. Meeting up with Hodor. That explained almost nothing. That was pretty no, for bad. sure. No, it's a uh, it, it's it's a fantasy story about a main character who suffers from this debilitating handicap slash disease slash cancer slash curse. We don't know yet. And then going on a grand adventure with people that she meets and redeems slowly over time. Yeah, while redeeming and then they meet Hodor. Yeah. yeah, it's five movies. They're on Amazon Prime. Uh, definitely worth checking out. They're fa- obviously we're bringing it because they're fantasy films. Mm-hmm. What they pull off that this movie the, the the reason they're able to pull pull off what they do with a much lower budget than these this film and I imagine even lower than the, the sequels is scope. This movie is about dragons fighting each other and we're going to control the dragons so we have to have CGI dragons and we have to go on this grand thing. Where Mythica is very like at least the beginning starts off very small. They get stakes, but it's about this small group of people who. I mean, they fight a CGI ogre at the end of the first one. That's their big CGI fight. <laughs> it's not good, but they, the yeah. fight is fine. The ogre CGI, maybe not so much. Spider is um, the best part. Yeah. The spider is the best part of the first film. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> do you remember when Dagan shoots that spider? Yeah, I do. And then runs over and then starts dragging the spider 
He drags the spider, but using it, and then he uses the the poison from the spider to kill the ogre. Man, it's classic. Just thinking, thinking through the problem. Yeah, thinking that's how the that's that's how thieves are. That's that's how it works. Yeah, he is he is a thief. You're right. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I think of him as an as a bad archer, but he's he is primarily a thief. You're right. And a he, he womanizer. Just, he doesn't have he doesn't have one of those quivers with unlimited arrows. He I has don't four arrows. He yeah. runs out all the time. <laughs> That's fantastic. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say not worth the price of subscription. Look, if you're if you, if you're a completionist, right? If you're one of those people that when you dive headfirst into a, whatever particular fandom or hobby you you're interested in, and you have to you you have to watch everything about it. Yeah. I mean, sure, maybe, but um, I mean, I just advocated for how long have we been recording. 50 minutes. So I advocated for 30 minutes that they just remove a character from a movie. <laughs> so yeah. that should tell you everything you need to know about this film. Sure. Um, it, I would not recommend watching it. It's not even worth the hate watch. Well, it's very, like, like we said, it's it's actually very little to do with D and D. So yeah. Unless you have, it's really just morbid curiosity. Yeah. I, uh, I bought this movie, Chris. Like on purpose? Like you didn't, you weren't pre-ordering tickets for the the new one? Like I, like I couldn't, like in order to watch this movie, I bought a digital copy. Mm. I spent $10. Mm. Demand a refund. Well, it's not the first time I've bought a movie (laughs) for the podcast. Um, And it's not even the worst movie I've bought for the podcast, I don't think. Did you have an idiot of the movie? That it wasn't Marlon Wayne's character? I mean, it's the Empress. Yeah. It really is like this. Yeah, this 100%. movie's over in fifteen minutes. If she just like has any iota of ruling capability, like I, when you're the emperor, when you are the total ruler of a nation state, and you have a rod that controls gold dragons, which I don't even think that they mention it until the very end of the film. Like, at, like at no point they're just like, oh, she has to give up this rod, and then they're like, and then homeboy. Um, who gets gatted pretty early on, the library guy. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah. Uh, Asmath. No, maybe not Asmath. I don't know. It's not important. Vilden Vildir. Stupid name. Yeah, that's him. Um, he's like, we got to get this rod of S- Sarville or Cargill or Seville or whatever it is. And and she's like, why do we need to get it? And he's like, oh, because it'll control red dragons. And I'm like, you know, that's, that's a powerful magical artifact. It's important. You should get that. And then at no point, do they mention that her other rod mm-hmm. controls gold dragons? Yeah, I didn't realize that at all until the end. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. when she comes riding in on one, right? Yeah. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if someone had a like, if I was the emperor, if I was Emperor Savano, Savino, whatever it is, and Jeremy Irons, Profian's character is like, you must give up that rod for the sake of safety. It'd be like, yeah. No, I'm burning this tower to the ground, man. You know what? I, you know what I'm doing? I am dismissing this council. Yeah. Like I'm liquidating your assets. You know, I talked about wanting to make mages and commoners equal. Cool. This is Open how we're enrollment. Do it. <laughs> Open enrollment. enrollment. Everyone can learn magic. No one is special. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. That's what all she had to do. I don't like, because what are the commoners going to do? Like, I mean, sure, you're going to have those people that are like, oh, no, the mages are here to protect us and save us. But like, <laughs> the oh, oh, the oppressed masses, they're going to be like, oh, please, yes, say, burn it down. Please save us. And then and then she, she they have a war of they have a battle of dragons and all these dragons falling from the sky, breathing all this fire 
you know, possibly killing the civilians underneath. Uh huh. Yeah. Like the fact that there wasn't yeah. an immediate uprising afterwards. Like when they're in the when they're in the graveyard, and he's like, "You hear that, buddy? They're gonna knight me." That's not what it was. It was actually a riot. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Thor Birch's character, Empress Savina, she's the idiot of this film. Like in every which way, but right. Like every like, which I, way, but right. I don't understand how. Like it. Like how is this movie a movie? Like the movie should have been Prophean realizing that the Empress is about to depose him of his power. Hires thieves. Hey man, check yeah. it. You want money? Yeah. I got cash. Mm-hmm. I need you to find this rod. Here's a scroll that I stole. No rhyme intended. How, how, where'd you get it? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the dead man in the corner over there. Mm-mm, don't worry about it. Go get the scroll. And then homegirl, Marina, who stands around a lot, she chases after the thieves because she is also after the scroll because she also wants the rod. And then the elf gets involved. The dwarf gets involved. Why is now the dwarf th- involved? I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm rewriting the story. I haven't figured it all no, out I'm yet. In this, like why? Okay. Keep yeah, going. I don't know. Um, yeah, and that's and that's what we have. We have an actual adventure. And then they're like, cool, man, here's the rod. And then Marina's like, what do you do? And you can't do that. He, Profian, he's a bad guy. What? He's a bad guy. And then now you have dragons. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, how was that? How was that not the original plan? Of course, of course, the the big bad evil guy hires the adventurers. Yeah, duh. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I got a lot of problems with this film. Yeah, I can tell. Empress Savina, idiot of the film. Yeah, who's your idiot? Is it me for <laughs> suggesting it? I was thinking real hard about it. It was gonna be you <laughs> for suggesting it. It's probably like ignoring <laughs> ignoring this whole thing where you could totally change the plot of the film because any of like the the smart leader type characters are not that smart. I'm going to say Justin Whalen's character, Ridley Freeborn, our lead, is the idiot of the mm-hmm. film. Uh, mm. He gets them into a lot of trouble because of a pretty face. <laughs> you put it on a pedestal. And what would have changed if Profion had actually taken over? Nothing. He was just trying to preserve power, which means his life wouldn't have gotten any worse. <laughs> No, because he would have moved to the other place. Or he could have just moved to the other place. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, why didn't Profion go there? I didn't see any mages there. Why couldn't he take over that city? I don't know, man. <laughs> it doesn't, we're not going to get into that because that just, just, I don't know. <laughs> do you have a, are you casting Kelsey Grammer in this thing? Heck, I would not do Kelsey Grammer the disservice of casting him as snails. That would be ridiculous. Mm. And when I say we're going to cast him as snails, I mean, play him exactly as Marlon Wayne's char- character, like or as, as Marlon Wayne's did. Sorry, I want Kelsey Grammer as Snails doing the exact same performance. Well, that's as much as comedy, I, re- that's comic relief. That's comedy, pure comedy. As much as I don't want to take Richard O'Brien's job, shout out, you know, to Riff Raff. I definitely think that that's probably Kelsey Grammer's role as leader of the Thieves Guild in another city, because uh, I think he okay. he would have the gra- he would have the gravitas. Right, he would have the presence because mm-hmm. this dude, like, it's not that I don't find him intimidating. If you're the if you're the headmaster of a thieves guild, like, I don't know how you got there. Not but I, yeah. I, th- that that's a road that I really probably don't want to travel. So he's all slick, and he's like, mm, "Yes, come into my maze and get mm-hmm. the dragon's eye." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think that, like, I think KG would play that a little differently. Probably be a lot more rugged. 
like probably still as slick, but definitely rougher around the edges. And he wouldn't have had like his hit. Like when, when Ridley is like, here's the map. If you don't open up a path, I'm going to set this thing on fire. Right. Like, I, I just feel like KG would have handled that a little bit differently instead of having like henches jump on top of the, the crimson brigade or whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Which it sounds like a really crappy Swedish metal band. It's a kiss cover name. band. Yeah. 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 Um, there would have been like, like, I feel like crossbow bolts, maybe some rocks, you know, or maybe like, maybe he would have like pulled a lever and they would have fallen into like a rancor pit yeah. or something. They did rancor like, the red dragon at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I said that actually. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah rancor. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, oh, okay. KG is a, I'm, I'm, I'm recasting. Okay. Xylus. Okay. So that's a good, that's good. Uh, look, I've mentioned already with this whole month, D&D month, we got a lot of things in store. We're obviously reviewing all of the movies. Uh, we will be hitting up some of the animation as well. Uh, maybe one or two surprises. We'll see. One of those surprises might be that we don't have any surprises. Just got to keep you at the, on the edge of your seat. Uh, if you have suggestions for other science fiction or fantasy or science fiction slash fantasy adjacent things that we should watch or review, be it TV shows, shorts, uh, movies, whatever, email us, sci-fi-wiseguys at gmail.com. Let us know what it is and where we can watch it. We'd really appreciate getting the suggestions. And we'll add those to the schedule starting next month. Stay healthy, stay hydrated. And um, if your agent comes to you and says, we're going to put you in a Dungeons and Dragons film, pass. Or, or don't. Or be a ruler. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, you, you say that. You, Chris Pine said yes. Michelle Rodriguez said yes. Yeah. Okay. You really want to compare this dude to Chris Pine? Yeah, I do. Cheekbones. Cheekbones versus cheekbones. <laughs> no. Uh, good advice. <laughs> Coming from a, a very hurt place. <laughs> I'm still mad about it. Bye, Thanks everyone. for listening. Are you pregnant? Is that what you're telling no, me? No, not pregnant. No, you. Are no, you I, that's what I said. I'm not pregnant. Okay, just making sure. Because that would be an odd. Mr. Mom is a great movie, but. <laughs> I mean, it would be me and Arnold and the only two men to ever become pregnant. I think that's what that, that is, right? Mr. Odd. Mom? I don't that's remember what it's called. Hold on. Let me Google it. No, no, Mr. Mom is the one with uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, Arnold, Arnold becomes pregnant. pregnant. Junior. Ah, Junior. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great movie. 1994. That's newer than I anticipated. Yeah. Danny, I think, oh, that Danny DeVito was in that movie. I think it's the one that's right after Twins. Only their mother can tell them apart. I, I miss it when uh, comedies had like little taglines on the... That's good. That's good. <laughs>